folks, and welcome back to your late, 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 late capitalism show. Uh, because this show's coming out late, folks. We missed a week. I apologize immensely. Uh, it, it was Thanksgiving. You know, things get out of hand. Yeah, plus uh, we do that literally every other week now, so. Well, Sound. you know, the pigs get their slop when they get their exactly. slop. Exactly, it's fine. But uh, <laughs> we we are sons uh, a Jesse. We are, are Jesse-less. But uh, coming into the cut, we have none other than uh our our favorite intern grace hello thank you for joining us hello it it is me the resident uh zoomer expert yeah 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 no the 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 voice of of the youth uh carries through on this podcast episode sad that we're missing jesse this week because we are talking about politics who would have guessed on our show show? what that's crazy um, specifically, Ontario municipal politics. Who's excited? I'm yeah. excited. Okay, so anyone feel free to jump in with any fun municipal election things they have at any point. But the election is happening Monday, October 24th, 2022. Uh, can, can I pitch in? Just like I like the quaintness. I can't say that word. Sorry. Quaintance. I like Quaint- the quaintness yeah. of yeah. having all of the municipal elections happen concurrently. Yeah. Uh, I think that's very sweet. I don't do other states or it provinces do is is mm. that like a, a standard procedure? Yeah, Quebec is currently doing their elections at the same time as us. Wow. Oh. That's so you know, they're just they're always trying to copy us. You know? Quebec lacks any signage laws for elections, so it is a hellhole. There are signs on literally every land. Yeah, I re- oh, we, we I thought, were driving meant... through on like Labor Day, and there were signs everywhere. I thought you were trying to say that there was like a total ban on signage, which is what we should do. Yeah, signs should be illegal. And the signs are honestly like they are bad for the environment, and they get blown into like ravines yeah. and rivers all the time. I, anytime I see a sign, uh, regardless of the political affiliation, I just steal it. I take it down. Uh, yeah. I've actually <laughs> I've, my my hatred of signs has sort of expanded the point where like if I see like a no parking sign, <laughs> a yeah. stop sign, stop sign, uh, a yeah. street sign, slow children uh, sign. If I see one of those. Fuckers from Little Caesars twirling a sign around, <laughs> you know he's getting a piece of my mind. So true. I'm I'm gonna take him to task. Dean is the average queen student. They queen <laughs> students love unscrewing the the signs on the streets and the stop signs and all the yield signs and just putting them in their house. Because I've always you wondered know what? because kind of funny. You'll, you'll like walk across a place like on the street and look in their front window and then be like, how is it? How do you have all those signs in your window? They like, have do, very strong wrenches and a ladder is how Well, but like, do, does nobody care? Isn't it illegal? <laughs> what does this country okay, come to? To be honest, I knew people that do this <laughs> in undergrad. You just do it at night. Like, literally, there's street, like, the police are not on every single street every night. There's no cameras. They just You're take a ladder. You're an absolute but I didn't do it's, it. It's kind of smart, if you think, especially, like, how crime-ridden the student ghetto in Kingston is. Mm. Uh if if According I to the townies, yes, yeah, no, they're they're terrible. But say someone's trying to burgle your home, mm-hmm. and you have a big stop sign right in the like front hallway. Well, they're they're not going to go any farther. No, they're going to be like game respect game. Yeah, I, like, I have to stop. We, we we both steal. 
I will not. I will not yeah. burgle another a fellow thief's home. You know, I yeah, maybe that's, that's how they do it. Yeah, that's how you protect yourself. Well, they just respect the law too much. They wouldn't want to go forward if mm. it says stop. Yeah, that's, that's why true. people always talk about like you know, oh, the bike theft situation in Kingston is so bad. Why don't you just start stealing your own bikes? Nobody's gonna take them. <laughs> you know what I mean? Wow, your like, bike yeah. gets stolen. There's a million free don't bikes. Don't hate the player. Around. Hate the wow. game, man. Fucking yeah, join up, dumbass. Just fucking start <laughs> taking bikes. I remember, like the police in Kingston are like, please, please tell us about your bike thefts. No, we will not help you. No, we will not do anything about it. We just want to know. That yeah, they're we getting stolen. Well, because so that they we want that important. Yeah. Yeah. Because they want that data to say, like, oh, like we have the most bikes stolen ever. We have to increase our budget 20%. Yeah, we need it. We and need the armor truck. They just have that room full of stolen bikes. Unclear how they determine which ones to put in that room. And then they just sell oh, yeah, them I think once we in a know while. How they determine it's that. very funny. Yeah, they they it was really cool when they put the cow catcher on the armor truck that they bought for two hundred and fifty million dollars or whatever, <laughs> and uh, and they lined up every single bike bike thief uh, around Market Square and just did like kind of a derby style thing except with human bodies. Mm. It was wild. That was like in House of the Dragon. That was sort of in episode one. You know? Yeah, I and, think okay. We should do an episode. On, yeah, <laughs> ne- next time everyone can't show up, we like you and I should just talk about House of the Dragon for an hour. You should. I think we could do it. You okay. should. I like it. Speaking of the Kingston police, who is excited for Homecoming? Right. Oh, that is coming up, oh, dude. Yeah. Yes. We can't do this another weekend. Homecoming episode. <laughs> I we hope. Can't? I hope something we happens that'll make it newsworthy, so we could bring it up. Should Dean and I go for our like not actually important year alumni? Come step in horseshit with us. So fun. It should It'd be look- fun. Yeah, I feel like I w- I'm going to be one of those basic middle-aged queens grads that's like oh my god 10 years mm-hmm. and i'm gonna go sorry everyone in advance i'm gonna be an old person and be annoying and go to the homecoming yeah just sexually harassing this the stucons on duty yeah specifically that's for so that true. specifically so yeah. i can just bug every staff member working yeah and be like i was you once Except now look at me i wasn't i'm a was. god you guys were all cool stucons or whatever. I wasn't a stucon. Shut up, Meg. <laughs> yeah, he he never took the narc pill. No, fuck no, man. Wow, it's like that's like more. Uh, I'm so insulted. That's what like about... you called me a cop. Like you were just like in conversation. <laughs> you're like, oh man, chances are no, a cop. no. no. You They're basically a, exactly your, the same. Your jail jail guard parents. That's what they would have wanted is for you to be a stucon. What the heck? Yeah, of course. It, yeah, of course. <laughs> of course they would. Okay. I don't live by their rules, Megan. <laughs> so, back to the election. It is happening. So, <laughs> yeah, let's yeah. talk about some of the funniest stuff that's happening. Yeah, because again, I, I've said, I've expressed this on the pod before, but municipal elections are A, the most important elections you'll ever vote in. Yeah. And B, great, because it's a fucking clown car. Mm-hmm. You know, these aren't like really high roller professional politicians, maybe in some of the bigger cities. But, like, mm-hmm. a lot of them are just, like, guys. They're just people who live in your town who believe that they are important enough to become mayor. Uh, and oh, that, yeah, it's just a veritable sideshow, a freak show. Oh, it's so good. It's, it's so, so good. It's, like, important uh, and And it's worth and paying funny. attention to, if only for, like, the TMZ-style, like, gossip and drama. Literally, yes. I wish we had, like, 70 hours to research this pod, and I could have yeah. looked through literally every single councillor running in every municipality in the province, because it's, like, the, the funny ones are always, like, 
the third guy down the list in your school trustee section just has a website that's like, I believe we should like all turn into pigeons. And it's like, oh, okay, awesome. Um, Remember that? Remember that guy I was showing you? I think it was Peterborough, and he was running for mayor or something like that because he got too many parking tickets. Oh, that's, that guy? Oh, and he I wrote do. a song about it. Talking about that. Oh God. Well, there's there's lots of people like that. So I don't have that much data on like the little small funny guys. I wish I had more for you. But um, it is also funny to look at some of the career municipal politicians, which is also a pretty funny thing to do. Oh God. Three um, words that sound like nails on the chalkboard. <laughs> Um, so to start with Toronto, um, just the, so it's obviously John Tory is rerunning. His biggest challenger is Gil Penalosa, who by biggest challenger, like John Tory is definitely going to win again, but I really like Gil Penalosa. Like, I don't know everything about him, but I know I will probably vote for him. He seems cool. He's like an urbanist. Um, he probably has problematic tweets. Don't yell at me. Like, I don't know his whole deal, but he seems overall pretty good. Urbanist. Is that like a hip hop style? Or? Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. That, yeah. That's um, like an in your face kind of hip hop thing. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Uh, so also running is. Steven. What do you call me? Dog? <laughs> uh, I don't know. He's like <laughs> Latin American or something. So I don't know if they oh. use the, the same dialect. The D slur. Yeah. Um, Stephen Panwasi is also running, who is a what I can only describe as a poster, like massive Twitter guy. Uh, I've used to follow him on Twitter, like all the sort of NDP related people on my Twitter sphere followed him. I ended up unfollowing him because he annoyed me so strongly about some of his opinions. And he was also like a massive crypto bro. But overall, he has fine opinions. I think like most of his opinions are pretty good. He's just very strange, but he's running. Um, one interesting one I noticed when I was walking around is the interim leader of the Greens is running as a city councillor. Um, I looked her up and she's actually pretty cool. She's an environmental lawyer. Um, her name is Diane Sachs. Um, but she used to work for the Ontario government and then Ford just made her position explode it's not there anymore so that's why (laughs) that's why she was with the greens and now she's running a city councillor but in her writing there's like literally 12 people so uh, who knows uh godspeed diane in hamilton andrea horvath is running for mayor this is a trend we're gonna see throughout uh which is just people that have not won at other (laughs) elections are basically all of the people in municipal elections are just people that have not won provincial and federal elections like anyone who like again as we've said like these people hold more sway over your life than any mpp any prime minister what have you like the the municipal leaders are the ones who like really decide how shit your life is and all of them are losers (laughs) they are people who have lost and are just like trying to coast by on name recognition i will say like obviously i don't know for a career politician it's hard to know if they like because you obviously have to care about people and care about policy to run for office definitely don't have to care about people to be a politician it is interesting. Uh, but yeah, she's You have leaving. to put on airs at least. Yes. She's leaving her MPP seat for this run. So uh, I, it's projected that she'll win. So that's nice. Go Andrea Horvath. She needs a W. Um, 
in the GTA, we have Steven Del Duca, uh, same thread, uh, running go. for mayor of Vaughn. So Most charismatic woo, man alive. Another guy that did not do well in the provincial election. is More now... like uh, Del Puca. Wow. Folks. He makes me sick. That's a good Because he's a liberal yes. chill. <laughs> okay. Yes. Um, now get racist with it. Mm, no. I don't know what race he is. <laughs> it's European of some sort, I guess. Del Duca? Oh, Euro God. trash. Why are we done. so bad at this? <laughs> is that not like yes. Italian or something? Dell? I don't honestly I don't know. No, Dell is a it's a kind of laptop. <laughs> yeah, like did. a Lana Del Rey. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> so in Brampton, this is my favorite one, guys. Strap in. So we have Patrick Brown running for mayor of Brampton. He is Woo! already the mayor. Uh, he was disqualified for a federal leadership race for breaking financing laws. So <laughs> pretty sick. Cool. Um, he's been Jesus. in numerous scandals as the mayor of Brampton. And uh, many people do not think he's done a good job. Uh, he also didn't quit as mayor when he did his federal run and implied to the news that being mayor was his backup choice if he didn't get the uh, federal thing. Again, he's saying the <laughs> no quiet way. part out loud. Yeah. Literally all of these people <laughs> believe that. Yeah. It's just that he's the one willing to tell you, yeah, this is like what losers have to do. <laughs> yeah, be the mayor. That's so crazy. <laughs> um, and he also has very little competition, so he will probably win. So, uh, LOL. Um, running against him is Nikki Kaur. Um, Rupi Kaur? Same last name. Yeah, but let's no. go. Uh, I, I would love to hear Nikki's poems. Oh, well, I she's a lawyer and a, poli- a conservative politician, yeah. so um, that would be interesting. Hang on. Uh, w- you guys know, okay, uh, we're going to try to like do a Rupi Kaur poem about right. municipal elections. In Brampton. Off the dome. Yeah. In go. Brampton. It, th- okay. This is a poem called Brampton. Okay. Mm, yep. So many votes. True. Trickle into my vagina. Mm. Wow. Mm, mm, okay. Mm, mm, Making mm, mm, me think yeah. about the deficit. Okay. The 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 vaginal imagery was a little weird there in the middle. Is this just because she's No, no, it was good because the balance I, I, were like I've a I've never dildo, read a Megan. Rupee Car poem at all. I just assume that that's what they sound like. Okay. Megan, the balance made a dildo. You didn't I, get the imagery? Mm-hmm. This is sexist. Yeah. Everyone. Just so you Why? know. You're all I use a dildo. Now. Oh, okay. You know what? Never mind. You're valid then. Thanks, Jack. Thank you. Sex- sexism pass. Um, <laughs> Saving me, brother. I appreciate it. I got your back. Um, so she was fired as a municipal employee for being a whistleblower on Patrick Brown's corruption. So this is an interesting sort of like, oh, I feel like this is sort of okay. like sports moment thing, you know, where there's like- I would yeah. totally watch this movie. Yeah. yeah. It's like wrestling. Um, uh, so she, her, he said, she said her whistleblower story is that, oh, and this involves Niagara Dean. You're going to love this. Let's go. So this is from a, a magazine called the pointer. I'm just going to read some of it verbatim. Um, but she leveled jarring allegations of corruption, um, plunging city hall into a state of panic. So Brampton's chief administrative officer, David Barrick, he was fired from a previous job in Niagara after controversies um, over a hiring scandal and then was hired in Brampton and then was embroiled in another hiring scandal. So, you know, <laughs> these people have dope track records, um, but basically they just gave a um, city contract worth like hundreds of thousands of dollars to his friend. And he was like, this is fine. We don't need any competition. You can have this. And then so Cower like 
pointed out that this is not great. And then she was immediately fired, uh, which is also not good. So she mm-hmm. does have a point that she's probably better than Patrick Brown. However, she also ran as a conservative MP in Hamilton, weirdly, in 2019, also lost. Womp womp. Her campaign strategist is Nick Kuvalis. I don't know if everyone remembers that name. It's a throwback from another episode. Uh, he is a longtime campaign manager and strategist. He was the campaign manager for Doug Ford for Premier. That's what I was going to say. Um, I do remember this guy. Also insane. He blocks literally every single person on Twitter that speaks to him. Which is, I would argue, the correct way to use Twitter. Yeah, but I don't know if you guys remember that whole thing I brought up last time where he just started tweeting like any criticism of his choices or the government at all. He just went partisan blocked and like went on a blocking spree, but said partisan <laughs> blocked over like every single one of them, which was just so funny. Um, Get that on a shirt. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's what I say to Megan when she asked me to do the dishes. <laughs> um, <laughs> so he tweeted recently in this, in this campaign. Uh, so this is at Nick Kuvalis. So I've been in Brampton for 50 days. Ron Chatha, the chair of the police board. He is crooked. My life has been threatened three times. <laughs> the chief of police, Police in Brampton is first cousin of Babu, who is chief of staff to Patrick Brown. I am a fighter. I have my own protection. Fuck you. Who's Babu? Holy (laughs) shit. The chief of staff to Patrick Brown. I'm learning that from this tweet, so I don't actually know. Um, But this whole, like, Brampton is just such a funny place. It's very conservative. But um, so then to this tweet, the Bramptonist, which is a a local newspaper, uh, says Cowher's campaign is once again undermining law and order and community safety in Brampton by attacking the highly respected Peel police chief Nishan Durapaya, sorry, I might have mispronounced that, um, with false claims. And so the false claim is just that the the chief of police and the chief of staff to the mayor are related, which they are not related. So a very funny thing to tweet about saying, my life has been threatened, fuck you. These two guys are related who just aren't related. But then also for the newspaper to be like, we need law and order in this town and they hate our beautiful loving police officers and it's just like oh my god this whole municipality is just like a nightmare i was just gonna say i think this is like what brampton exports though is like fucking nutso (laughs) drama just on every level i guess so yeah um but i also just want to highlight so kuvalis also tweeted that january 6th was uh blm slash antifa and that trump won and wow i love weighing in on that when it has nothing to do with your career at all you're literally just (laughs) like yeah i'm fucking crazy uh and literally in a different country like there's no way you could ever benefit from saying yeah he says it anyway no exactly and he also uh advised uh john tory so just so we're all remembering that john tory sucks and we should be voting for someone else uh, he was also an advisor for him. And Nick Kuvalis regularly gets public money all the time because he's a consulting firm for the government. So I love that for us. Thank you, Ontario. I Best wish province the government ever. would give me money. Yeah, that w- well, yeah. you should start a, a consulting data firm and also be insane on Twitter. We need I, more I definitely, I'm halfway there. We, we, we just need to vote for all the posters. Content. Yes, let's content let's this election. Yeah. yeah. I, yeah. I feel it's like Poster that's the City. accelerationist uh, opinion. I feel, like definitely <laughs> things will get a lot worse very quickly, but I respect <laughs> it. Yeah. So yeah, we we can at least laugh while we're going down. Yeah, things will get worse, but they will post about it. 
That's, that's true. true. It'll be yeah, funny. They'll just post through, you know, their whole Post tenure. through the pain, baby. Honestly, yeah. politicians kind of do that right now. They they could just step it up a notch for sure. So anyway, Godspeed to Carr's campaign. Maybe she'll win. Uh, maybe Patrick Brown will yeah. lose. If she posts feet, who's to say? Oh, okay. Uh, so what's up next, Dean? Do you have some stuff to say in your little hometown? I do. I wanted to bring up uh, Welland. I know we've been talking about these big metropolitan areas. Let's get some, like, some real Canada. Okay. Right. Uh, So I'm just going to talk about the mayor. Uh, Our current mayor is Frank Campion. Uh, He's been incumbent since 2014. Uh, Like typical small business owner mindset kind of guy. He's got a patchy goatee uh, that sort of emerges out of this like really scratchy looking neck beard. But yeah, again, like classic small business owner vibes. Uh, he loves industrial jobs. He's all about like bringing like steel and electric companies to Welland, uh, which w- was the backbone of our economy, you know, 40 years ago. Mm-hmm. Honestly, I'm, I'm being mean to him. He's not that offensive all in all. Uh, the highlight from his website, I would say, uh, is that uh, he, in part of his like promises and pledges, uh, is that he's looking into installing a pickleball arena at the sportsplex. Uh, I've never been to the That's sportsplex. Nice. You could tell that by if you ever looked at me in real life. But uh, yeah, pickleball. he literally looks like the Virgin on the Virgin versus Chad. No, yeah, pretty he much. Doesn't. Yeah, he does. I but, need uh, to chime in on this pickleball issue. Yes, I I was literally just going to ask you about your pickleball opinions <laughs> <laughs> because. My hometown of Oakville is going fucking bananas for pickleball. <laughs> Every single mayoral candidate has pickleball at the top of their priorities. What? What is, what is this pickleball? Year. Like, I've heard of it, but what do you do? It is tennis for old people. Yeah. Okay. Oh, that's why it's a big So sell. is it just to, like, cater to aging populations with, like, a fun activity? Don't we have yeah, it'd be like it'd be like saying shuffleboard. Like it's we're like bringing shuffleboard to the city. Lawn darts. But shuffleboard is sick. I would be way more in support gone. of shuffleboard. I'm dating, a but that is your country gross. club showing. What? No, that's from camp. Also privileged, but <laughs> worse. You know, <laughs> shuffleboard rules. But yeah, no. Oh, so people are actually. Oh my gosh, tetherball. Tetherball would be sick. Let's I would go. vote for the tetherball uh, candidate. Yeah, we should play but, soccer yeah. baseball. Oh, oh, fuck, yeah. yeah. Soccer, baseball. Oh, my gosh. That yeah. Rule. <laughs> Wait, so, six. so you, don't, you don't even have to be good at hitting a baseball, folks. Can't Get all the fun of baseball <laughs> with all of the ease uh, and not really a sport of soccer. It was fucking nasty, dude. Yeah. We're keeping I'm that in, sorry. though. <laughs> yeah, well, I can't cut it. There's, there's, You didn't say ball any other time. I can, we can run that again if you want. But also, I feel like the people need to know that I've had one beer and no dinner. <laughs> Oh, that's so true. Yeah, so so I guess so pickleball is is the ticket then. Like that's how you're gonna how win, you get right? in for sure. That's how you get your foot in the door. Uh, but again, it's how they trick you. You know, they're giving you pickleball on one side, uh, and then on the other hand, they're taking uh, the bribes or uh, as uh, seems to be the theme, uh, doing some weird hiring scam where I guess they hire their grandmother at like a hundred thousand 
pay a year job or whatever. But right, right. Who's to you say? do you pull a little wee scandal, you get some pickleball in there. Yeah, that's all they you know, bread and circuses, bread and pickleball. It's all mm. it takes, yep. folks. You want Read you want to know the why they call it pickleball? Why why do they call it pickleball? I just looked it up. It's because uh, your penis looks like a pickle, and then you got your balls right underneath wow, there. Wow, thank so, you. It's kind of like a... Do your like penis a... and balls, are they like involved in the playing of pickleball? Yeah, it is the pickle and the ball. You ever look at a picture of Kate Upton and have to like play pickleball for a little wow. bit? After? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I felt that way uh, during Biden's inauguration. I was playing <laughs> yeah. pickleball for like six hours. <laughs> While Lady Gaga was singing. Yeah. <laughs> Sick. No, it was during Kamala's daughter's poem. <laughs> <laughs> or wait, no, she wasn't the poet. She, she was wasn't just the there. Poet. She was just there. I don't yeah, know. She's just she was just there. She wearing, uh, you know, there was other people doing poems. Yeah, yeah, there was a lot of poetry happening. You mock was, it now, but the, the pickleball revolution is coming. The Global <laughs> Mail did a full two-page spread on pickleball this weekend. Jesus Christ. Big Pickle is fucking coming in hard. Where do you yeah. think the world championships for pickleball are held, based on that as an old people sport? Fort Lauderdale? Close. <laughs> Orlando. Tampa? It is Naples, Florida, baby. Ah, there pickleball it is. capital oh, of the world. <laughs> do you have any more on Wellandino? Uh, I do, I do. Uh, we got distracted by the pickleball. Uh, the opponent running against Frank, uh, who is not likely to win, is Jeff Walters. Uh, he is one of the two things you can be in Welland, which is uh, both of them, actually, at the same time. He's he's sort of the ubermensch of Wellanders mm. in that he is a real estate agent and a hockey coach mm. at the same Ooh, time. Ooh, baby. Uh, that's, a, that's a high value man. Yeah, oh, definitely. Uh, while we're making fun of people's uh, appearances, he's got eyes that have obviously been very facetuned to increase the brightness of the blue. Like, 500%. oh, I love when they do that. I love. Yeah. I don't even because I. He looks like a fucking white walker. I, I have like a my new thing is we're not allowed to make fun of people's appearances, but what we are allowed to do is make fun of how people edit their photos. Yeah, uh, oh, that's a good one. Gingrich, because like literally nothing is funnier than her. just She's watching someone like airbrush out all of yeah, their flaws she's got a and then smoother post it space than a newborn baby <laughs> oh it's so funny uh but yeah uh jeff walters he's got these bright blue eyes and sort of the general complexion and demeanor as like someone who would be credited as dipshit in like an abc sitcom no me mm. like that's the sort of vibe we're, we're dealing with here um he actually has like a, a website with information on it unlike frank who just says i saved the hospital whatever the fuck that means like 17 times but uh he will critique uh frank or just generally how well has been run he talks a lot about like all of the drama at city council which like no one knows what the fuck he's talking about uh, i certainly don't but the thing that drove me specifically crazy about dear Jeff Walters here was he has this whole paragraph spiel about the housing crisis. I'm like, yes, Jeff, I'm on board. There's a housing crisis. Uh, and he says that he's fed up with the current mayor, Frank, uh, and his uh, sort of blasé attitude that the way we fix the housing crisis is to develop more of the wetland outside of Welland, which naturally I despise. Uh, and also. As all you listeners know, 
uh, is not the answer to the housing crisis, is building more uh, upper middle class housing in the middle of nowhere. Jeff says, you know that's bullshit and I do too. And I'm like, yes, Jeff, I'm with you. I'm here. You're my brother. Uh, And then he says, do you know what what the answer actually is? Tiny housing uh, and secondary housing on other lots. So basically like living in some great houses, baby. Yeah. It's go live in the cube. You (laughs) fucking insect. I, I will say, I feel like obviously the solution to the housing crisis is absolutely not to build more suburban housing. That's probably the worst idea I could possibly think of. And that's 95% of uh, candidates ideas. Building tiny houses is also not the solution but I would say it's far better. Like no one is ever going to be like, we need to guarantee housing for all. We need housing as a human right. We need to control the price of houses or the housing market. We need to like do actually anything that would help. The most that they'll ever say is we need tiny houses. That's like the most progressive you can possibly get on housing if you're running for a municipality, a which is so down. frustrating. But I would say at least he's like not a suburban developments guy because we do need more, you know, dense housing that's not just like the biggest, ugliest luxury condo. I should in the also whole world, add but- to Jeff's credit, he's also, uh, we need to develop. Uh, in suburbs guy he says we have to do that and other things too oh okay awesome yeah so. that's a big thing i see on twitter is just we need all types of housing it's like, yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, we're lacking in, in just so. everything but it's like okay well i feel like we have plenty of suburban houses we can maybe do anything except for that okay so let's talk about kingston so we have four groups Four people running for mayor of Kingston. All of them are awesome, except one guy uh, who's the current mayor. Uh, he's the only one that's not awesome. Yeah. I would. We say also. Um, I think we have to take this opportunity. Cool. I'm sorry to interrupt. Yeah. To call out uh, one Mr. Jesse, uh, who I don't know if you remember, dear listener, from two years ago when we started this podcast. Uh, vowed to run for mayor of Kingston. Oh, right. Uh, oh, yeah. And did not. He is not on the ticket. Um, uh, yep. He Sad. is a coward. What are we going to do without uh, Jesse? And I would even say a ne'er-do-well. Mm. And you know what? Maybe that's why he's not here today. Yeah. He was he's like, they're going to be yeah, talking about... Yeah, he couldn't even show his yeah. fucking face in front of us. Yeah. Disgusting. Yeah. Which is really horrible. <laughs> yeah, probably the worst he thing he's make... ever done. Definitely he was going to make prostitution yeah. free. Of all the bad Kingston. things he said well, on the show, okay, his that's... silence today is worse. Yeah. So running for mayor, we have um, Fraser. Who? <laughs> Tina, sorry. Tina Fraser. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't see the first name for hey, a baby, second. baby, I hear the blues are <laughs> calling. Toss salad and scrambled eggs. Um, <laughs> she seems pretty cool. Uh, her four pillars right at the top of her website is governance, rebuild, citizen trust in our democratic institutions by way of social cohesion, uh, culture, revitalize support for indigenous reclamation, uh, protecting treaty rights, reviving cultural practices, securing lands and waterways and reclaiming cultural identity, economy. Um, she wants to move to a post-scarcity economic situation in which most goods can be produced in abundance with minimal human labor, um, community, uh, identifying and acknowledging the economic activities that contribute to the well-being of people and the planet. So pretty good. Pretty not Brian Patterson. And pretty, you know, stuff that I all agree with. So um, uh, Yeah, I, I stand behind Tina Fey on this one. Yeah. I think it's a yeah. really good choice. 
Um, for um, mayor. And then we have, really interesting, the People's Platform for Kingston, um, which I believe is a bunch of people running in each district to try and get a more, what I can tell from the website, is leftists in politics in Kingston, which seems really good. They have um, Ian Stolikovic, I'm so sorry again Mm -hmm. for pronunciation, um, running for mayor. And then they have a candidate in Portsmouth, Kings Court Rideau, Meadowbrooks, Crona, Williamsville, and Kingstown. Um, And their platform includes housing for all, which includes dealing with the pest crisis in rentals, um, scrapping encampment bylaws, um, declaring an opioid crisis, um, opening a new rehabilitation facility, um, and banning Airbnb. Woo. Um, All and that sounds sick. Yeah. And then free transit in Kingston. Um, they have environmental justice. They want food for all, free food for the people, create a municipal food program that will make healthy cooked food available for hardworking people who have no money or time to cook. Healthcare for all, uh, which is all retirement residences and long-term care facilities will be publicly run to ensure adequate care and working conditions. Paramedic services will be public free and adequate ambulances and staffing to fill the current need. Child care for all, uh, reconciliation and decolonization, uh, status and services for all. Um, so that's municipal government services uh, being available uh, to everybody. Arts and culture, they want support for artists in Kingston, um, more investments in arts and culture in the city of Kingston, invest in the infrastructure necessary to practice art and make art. Uh, They want to defund the police uh, and they want to end giveaways and freebies for developers and the tourist industry. So pretty cool platform, I would say. They seem like they care a lot. Um, it's the only f- most fully fleshed out one for sure. Yeah, it's like the uh, most detailed website. Yeah. But Megan, you might not know this because you don't live in Kingston anymore. I know I don't. But have you heard the criticisms of that party? Um, I haven't. I just scrolled down and saw a statement on misrepresentation, um, which I was going to look at. Chance, have you been misrepresenting? What What do you have to say first, Chance? Um. So... Uh, the city of Kingston is scared that the, you know, the People's Party or what, what is their platform called? They got a name. Yeah, it's the People's Platform for Kingston. That's what it is. So people are scared that the People's Platform for Kingston is going to turn us into communism, Correct. Uh, that there will be bread lines and that, um, you know, ever, it's, it's just going to go straight downhill. The other thing is that um, Ivan mm-hmm. said... That in in a council meeting, he said that council members who are voting to evict people out of Bell Park and beside the integrated care hub are akin to Nazis um, rounding up Jews. Correct. And the whole city of Kingston hated that. Yeah. It was really weird. Like, like, you know what I mean? Like, he literally said something along the lines of... Um, it had to do with like the oppressor deciding how the oppressed should live and where they should be. Right. And he said that, you know, you know who else did something like this? It was the Nazis. That's a and bulletproof should... argument, though. What do you mean by that? Like whenever you compare anyone you don't like to the Nazis, you pretty much automatically win that discussion. Uh, <laughs> so. I mean, yeah, it, it sounds like it, it says here. um, 
because basically they were making a task force on housing and homelessness and they were going to put on the task force representatives of large landlords and developers, which thank you, Kingston. That's an awesome idea. Uh, And then it says he wrote here, I told the mayor not to do it. I told him not to leave those who created the housing crisis in charge of fixing it. I told him it would be similar to letting the Nazis resolve the Jewish problem, which, yeah, I would not have said that. Uh, I don't think that was obviously like, comparisons to the Holocaust, like you don't ever want to sound flippant with something like that. But he and the party have stood by the comments. They're saying like, obviously he wasn't being anti-Semitic. Like he was using it as a comparator, which you can critique using it as a comparator, but um, you can read about it more on their website. Uh, I, I don't know. I, I don't really know what to say on it other than like, I still think their platform is good and I don't think they were intentionally trying to be cruel or anything like that. Um, but yeah. No, I've, but it, like it's, it's provocative language, but that's literally what we do on this show. Right. Um, no. Is, yeah. Is, like I, yeah, I, I don't know. Like you always, you want to be careful not to like trivialize anything, but I also don't think that that's at all what he was trying to do. No, because that story, that story quickly got spun into, um, you know, he said anti-Semitic remarks to the only Jewish woman on the panel. So not only is he anti-Semitic, he's also misogynistic, oh, God. which wasn't the conversation at all. But that's how it got spun, because what the headlines said and then the headlines didn't say that. But like people extrapolate that from it. And then that became like, of course, they're like that. I thought that they cared about people. It's yeah the same traps that we always fall into, right? No, yeah, yeah. Like, I don't know. I think it was kind of a weird thing to say, but I don't, yeah, I don't think it was malicious. They also have a section here on how, like, anti-Semitism is on the rise in Canada and, like, hate crimes and everything like that. So they're obviously, like, they're not apologizing for the comment, but they're clarifying that they obviously stand with Jewish people. So, yeah, I don't know. Moving on to the next person, we have Skylar MacArthur O'Blint. I think it's just a very Scottish name, I assume. Oblenis. Yeah. I'm not respecting my Scottish heritage. I can't pronounce anybody's name. Um, And his seems a little boring, but nothing bad. Uh, He says increasing affordability sustainably. So he cares about um, the housing crisis and climate change, which are things that you want them to care about. Modernizing local government, talent retention of keeping... um, qualified people in Kingston and attracting young people to the city uh, and leading with integrity. So his platform seems good as well. I'm not really going to open Patterson's page. He is who he is. He's, you know, not, yeah, not my we, favorite. We've of the spilled four. a lot of, of audio ink on Patterson already. Yeah. So, yeah. So everybody remember to vote in the Kingston election, if that's where you're listening or wherever else you're listening. Um, yeah, there's, there's a bunch of people running in Sydenham too, but none of them look that funny. They all just look normal, uh, except one of them has a purple website, which now I'm just like, mm, PPC. If you have a purple website, that's suspicious. What are you doing? Yeah, are any of them Hillier's spawn? Uh, ooh, I don't know. I haven't looked in each writing yet. Let me see. If or maybe have some connection to Rhodesia. I, I would have to check literally every single person's website and <laughs> I'm not going to do that because there's literally dozens making of people. You do work. But there's so many ridings where there's only one person running like or two people. Really? Yeah. Is that, a, is that running then? Don't they just get it? Yeah. It's 
you know, Gary Oosterhoff's writing. That's the that's the psycho guy, right? Um, I don't think he's psycho. He's just like lame. Um, is it Sam Oosterhoff that's psycho? Oh yeah, there there's the Oosterhoff in Niagara who's an MPP oh, yeah. and he's insane. Basically, uh-huh. like, and again, I know like is this his is... first name Sam? What's his name? Yeah. Okay. Um, this isn't PC. This isn't woke. I'm gonna say it anyway. The Dutch should not be around allowed to run for office. I'm sorry. I didn't even know it was a Dutch last name. They, they like, am I wrong? I don't think so. Um, I don't know the Dutch. I've never met the Dutch. Well, uh, you're lucky, pal. So who are you voting for in your area, Megan? I'm re-voting for my city councilor in Toronto because he was one of the people that put forward the defund the police thing, even though it didn't work. Uh, but he tried. And um, I am voting probably for Gil uh, for the mayor of Toronto because John Tory mm-hmm. is not very good and I don't like him. Um, and Gil seems like he's, I don't know, he's like basically a city planning consultant for a bunch of cities around the world but he's really good with like bike lanes and parks and having like an eco city like he he literally i was looking through his twitter last week and he's like i'm gonna ban gas leaf blowers like that's how dedicated he Mm. is to like the noise levels of a city and the environment i was like this seems like the weirdest smallest battle ever to pick and it's gonna annoy so many people but he's like no fuck you if you have a gas leaf blower you have to go buy an electric one i'm like Respect. okay that's like it's just funny that he's actually like focusing on all these tiny important things because that's what city politics is so yeah that's what it's supposed to be yeah. yeah so i think that was cool um i haven't looked into trustees at all which i should because you have to vote for them because they're on the ballot but whoever cares about school trustees do parents even care me. even though i'm saying that and like school trustees can make terrible decisions and like you know, it yeah. is it is bad if you have a bad school trustee, if they're like super conservative, because mm-hmm. they'll literally let like cops into the school or they'll be like, yeah, we don't have to teach sex ed. It's fine. So, yeah, and, and especially with, there was. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. I was just going to say there was an article that came out. I, for, I think it was like Vox or Vice or something. Right. And, um, and they were saying that like conservative gangs of voters are are, you know, teaming up to try to get their school trustee in oh uh because they see it as like an insignificant battle for a lot of people like a lot of people don't care uh so it's really easy to just kind of usurp whoever is there and then Um, they'll start banning books and shit oh yeah i should definitely look into the school trustees didn't realize how scary it was yeah Yeah. because like uh, all a lot of the stuff that we've talked about on this show and especially like with the waves of yeah as you were saying book banning but also uh, the anti-LGBT stuff of like, you know, oh, like if a teacher has blue hair, like they're going to get fired immediately or like in any way harangued. Like it's these like low level, like municipal school trustee jobs that are spearheading that movement. Uh, so mm-hmm. getting someone who is not clinically insane uh, to have hold that position. Uh, it's probably a, a good plan. And again, why we stress over and over and over again that you need to pay attention to municipal politics. Mm-hmm. Right, exactly. Because it is the small things that add up to the big things. 
Who are you going to vote for? Oh, well, I got to go for my boy. Um, me and BP go way back. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, back course. when I first found out I was gay, he like hooked me up and now I'm straight man. So I think I'm going to go for Brian Patterson. <laughs> And then um, for uh, my area, I'm going to I'm going to bring back um, what's his name? Ellis. I'm going to bring him back to the area, even though he's retired now, because I thought it was really cool that he said all the stuff about, um, you know, the evictions at Bell Park. And then eventually was like, we shouldn't take down the Sir John A statue, though. They're doing a little bit Mm, much. You're going to write him in. Um, I was an activist. I'm writing him in <laughs> next to Harambe and Kanye. Wow. Wait, I'm sorry. This are, is uh, breaking. underestimating the write-in candidate of Jesse. <laughs> mm, right. We should all be writing Jesse in. I'm going to write him in in Toronto. <laughs> Not even a last name. Just write the word Jesse. <laughs> what were you saying, Dean? Uh, this, this is breaking news. I'm so sorry. Liz Truss of the UK within the hour uh, has resigned as no prime minister. Way. Holy shit. Oh my god. A month. Oh my god. Did you guys see the article that she's a 24/7 sub uh collared uh little gimp lady? I have heard that. Yeah. Oh, okay. I did like the devil picture she posted on Halloween. Every time she's made in a public appearance, she's wearing worn a choker that has one big ring in the center, which is where you're supposed to connect the like the dog leash. Yeah. Oh, no. Cool. Yeah. She she she's a BDSM queen. Uh, there there are many rumors <laughs> about her her various going on that I, I would not deign to to stain our listeners ears with. But uh, it is pretty funny that she uh, was prime minister for uh, about as long as I've been working the job that I have now. <laughs> so That's so cool. You could be prime minister. I could. Yeah, it's pretty easy from what I I'm very interested to see who's going to be prime minister next. I feel like they do have to bring Boris back. They do. Which was they the really meme do. for a long time, but he's the only one for the job, really. Yeah, she she absolutely shit the bed there. Pretty funny. Bye-bye, Truss. Uh hello. Uh a labor party is like I don't know if you've seen the projections. This was like a couple of days ago. But a lot of projections had them like winning something like 70 to 80 percent of the vote share, like just completely dominating. Holy shit. It's it's an easy win. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, like how could you not win? Up. At, like you're winning against like five and or six different losers who have just been passing the shit baton back and forth. <laughs> Well, does anyone have any final comments for today? Um, yeah. Uh, uh, Dean, who are you going to write dead? in? Who are you going to vote for? Oh, I don't vote. Uh, <laughs> of course. <laughs> I forgot. Grace, who are you going to write in? I'm going to be writing in Jesse. I think he's a strong candidate. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. And, and I think he, he's going to be good for the future of Kingston. We're, we're going to get this podcast broadcast over loudspeakers in, in every every street corner oh, in the God. city. Oh, God. Imagine. That would, like, you know they talk about brain drain? Like, that would be oh, the most yeah. immediate result of that. <laughs> would be to just play our podcast over the That'd airwaves. That'd be sick. Literally everyone square. would leave, yeah. Which is what we do. We do play it over the airwaves. Pretty fun. 
We do each week. Woo. So All right. Megan, send us home. Yeah. Thanks for listening, everybody. Vote on Monday. Woo. See you next week. Bye-bye. Bye.